for someone like that that you mentioned that thinks that this is not for me because I don't have the I don't know the intelligence or the money or the time or whatever I would ask them to ask themselves is this the truth is this truth or is it just an opinion that has been formed over time is this really the truth that I don't have time or this is not for me because it's a very it's a deep question that the more you ask it of yourself it can give you the true answers hello my fellow humans and welcome back to another episode of the healthy happy human podcast i'm your host paul levitin and every week i bring you discussions on topics to help you build a healthy mind a happy body and hopefully become an all-around better human because a rising tide raises all ships and better humans make a better humanity remember we're all in this together if you want to keep on this journey with me you can subscribe to the healthy happy newsletter a weekly friday email where i send out tips and tidbits of the things that i've been learning about and powerful quotes and just general helpful resources that i think will help you on your journey it's completely free and the link to register is in the show notes if while you're listening today you're enjoying what you hear take a second and snap a quick screenshot and upload it to instagram and tag me at paul levitin so i can share in your enthusiasm and repost it to my audience it really makes my day to see these and if you get value from today's show don't forget to share this episode with a friend or family member so that they can get some value along with you and with that it's time to start today's episode let's go and let's grow agi karamatis is a podcaster and a knowledge broker he is the host of personal development mastery the podcast and his mission is to influence and inspire people to stand out and take action towards the next level of their lives. I mean, just from listening to that short bio, if you can't see why I wanted Aggie on the show and why we get along so well, then well, well, you don't even really know me that well at all, do you? <laughs> this is what I'm all about. This is why this podcast exists. These are the conversations that I love to have that I believe that people need to hear. So listen up for a talk about personal growth, finding your voice, sharing your unique message, and all around how to navigate this twisty, turny thing called life. Enjoy this conversation with Aggie Karamatis. All right, Aggie, my very first question for you, I'm going to jump right into the deep end here. You being the host of your own podcast called Personal Development Mastery. Mm -hmm. My question is, what is personal development to you? <laughs> That's amazing because it's a question that I ask all my guests uh, towards the end um, for me uh, even though the, the term implies the term development implies uh, growth and I have contemplated on that quite a lot uh, for me personal development is discovering who you truly are and uh, Sometimes you have to do it by increasing your knowledge. Other times you do it by removing parts of your character or your personality that do not really belong to you. You acquire them along the way, so they're not part of your true self. So personal development is the process for me or the journey, if you wish, uh, towards really uh, discovering or uncovering if you prefer this true self who we really are that's how i see it 
If you had asked me a year ago, it would probably be very, be very different. So it's a, a dynamic uh, definition. It changes as I, as I grow. <laughs> right. I love that. It's, it's always changing and growing and, and evolving. And I think that's, that's kind of the point. That's your own uh, personal development and personal growth. Uh, so my, my question next would then be, why do you feel that this journey, that this continual growth for yourself and for others is so important? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, in many ways, I feel that it is, I have a calling to do so. So it is important because uh, I have discovered it to be related to my purpose if you want as as a human so I, the moment i dis, i discovered that um i felt that it is like a duty you know you have to you discovered that there's something that you are gifted at that you are very much enthusiastic about and doing it so i think it is a duty to do it it's a duty to <laughs> to everyone it's not just just me it's a duty i think for the the betterment of everyone involved so i think that's the the, the reason why i feel it is so important yeah it's interesting that you say that because that's literally exactly how i feel because people will ask me a lot about this stuff. You know, I'm on the same, I would consider journey for myself. And this is what I do as a coach. And this is what I do with my podcast. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, that's so like, that's so cool that like, you're, you're always reading and growing and this. And I'm like, to me, I'm just like, I'm a very logical person. I'm a very left brain person. And to me, it just makes sense. Once I discovered that this is an option, how do I not take this road? Right. It's like, you know, I feel like most people, I talk about this a lot, walk around in what they call this unconscious incompetence, right? Where it's like, you don't know what you don't know. The, the, the fog is in your eyes and you, you don't realize that there's a higher level to take, or maybe you don't do because you've heard of it. You've heard of like meditation and you know, like all this woo woo stuff, but it's like, you don't really think it's an option. Most people are just like, yeah, okay. Like that's cool for, that's cool for them. That's cool for, for these gurus or for these rich people or for whatever, but like, they don't realize. And then for me, you know, I, I, it all started with reading books. It started with books like Think and Grow Rich and uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People mm -hmm. and then podcasts. And this is why I created my podcast, because when I started listening to personal development podcasts, it really is what opened my brain to what is possible. But then my in my logical left brain, I go, okay, if I can have this, and now it's a binary choice of not doing the work and having a worse life or doing the work and having a life of fulfillment and enjoyment, I have to take that, that second path. And then my next logical step after that, and this is why I became a coach is because it's like, if I see this and it's easy for me, but other people don't see it and I can help them have that. Now I then have to do that too. And it's just a, a, a logical thing because it, what, what, what hurts me is when I see people in that place where, like I just said, where people are like, yeah, well, like I can't have that. Like, whether it's physical fitness or personal development or, or anything like this, where there's like, well, that, that, you know, that's cool for you, but it's not for me. So I guess my, my next question would be, what's your message to people like that, who think that this type of stuff, again, whether it's the, the physical side or the mental side is for, you know, people who have more time, people who have more money, people who have something that, that they lack. 
I think uh, this is quite common to to believe that uh, we are not uh, capable of something and we find some reasons. Sometimes they are pure excuses rather than reasons, but they, they serve the same purpose. Find those uh, reasons why one can't or won't do it or why is it for other people. Uh, but what, and you mentioned they've been left brain a couple of times, and I think in many people who allow their uh, logic to dominate over every other part of the, you know, the decision-making process, the trap there is that our logic and our knowledge is limited by its very nature. You said the uh, incompetent, uh, no, I... Uh, the the incompetence that you said that we don't know that we don't know, and the limitations that we have in our mind uh, really prevents us. The thing is, if you for someone like that that you mentioned that thinks that this is not for me because I don't have the I don't know the intelligence or the money or the time or whatever, I would ask them to ask themselves, is this the truth? Is this truth? Or is it just an opinion that has been formed over time? Is this really the truth that I don't have time or this is not for me? Because it's a very, it's a deep question that the more you ask it of yourself, it can give you the true answers. I don't think anyone, Paul, would be listening to this podcast and this conversation and really thinking, oh, personal development or growing or reading books is not is not for me. If if they do, I think they really need to uh, realize the you know the incoherence there in, in what has been said and what's been uh, thought. So, and one other thing that came to mind when you were asking was that all we need to do is take the next step. It can be very um, intimidating, difficult and off-putting for many people to see uh, an end result or and say, how can I get there? That's very, very far from me. Well, that that happens with time, with uh, practice, with training. Uh, It doesn't happen any other way, I think. So it's just the best thing to do is focus on what's the next step. So if I haven't done, for example, I've never meditated before, uh, the idea of an enlightened master (laughs) becoming that seems completely out of this world. But the idea of, uh, you know, finding an app, a free app or a meditation on YouTube or whatever, and setting aside 10 minutes to check it out that's a very simple thing and then you see that if you like it if it's something that you that appeals to you it's much easier to carry on and do more so yeah i think these are the some of the important ways i believe someone can get out of this dead end in their mind (laughs) 
Yeah, for sure. I think that last bit is so important about, you know, just taking the the the, the next step in front of you. There's an analogy I really love. Um, I don't know who, who wrote it, but um, I heard it on a podcast where it's like if you're driving through the fog and you're looking so far ahead and you can't see what's coming up, you will, you know, you'll, you'll have to pull over or something like that. But somehow if you just look at what's right in front of you in your headlights, you can keep driving for miles, right? Like the fog out in front of you will, will block the way and you can't see anything, but you can drive the entire way. Just looking at the, at the 10 feet in front of you that your headlights are clearing and somehow you'll get to your destination. And if we think about that with our goals, it's the exact same thing, right? We get so focused on the end goal and what, what's out there and what I could be and where I should be and what I, what I would be and all these other things where it's just like, if you just focus on the, the, the most important thing that's right in front of you and you do that over and over and over, we can assume that you're going to get to that, that, uh, that end goal far off in the distance eventually. And you know, the, what you said about thinking of what could be or should be, that's and I will hold my hand up because I have been uh, <laughs> guilty of uh, doing that myself. That uh, serves as something that you can beat up, beat yourself up with. If you say, "Oh, I should have been doing by that," uh, it's so much better and kinder to yourself and more beneficial, I think, in the long term to actually see how far you've come because we tend to forget how far we've come and we tend to see the the remaining distance of where it is that we want to go uh, and that again I'm saying I have been guilty of that I have been I caught myself so many times feeling exactly that but uh, the more you appreciate the progress what you've done so far uh, the more the, the easier it gets um, Think of, you know, sometimes we as uh, we speak to ourselves in a way that we would never dare to speak to another person because they would uh, punch us if we, if, we, if we spoke those those same words. But we do that all the time and uh, it, it doesn't lead to very good uh, results <laughs> like that. So forget about what should be yours uh, and focus on your progress in the next step. Right. I, I, I appreciate that a lot. I, I like what you just said, where you said, appreciate the progress. I think that, that mm -hmm. that's very powerful. And nice. I 100% agree. You know, I talk about this a lot of the, you know, the, the shoulds, you know, and, and, and what, what should be and what could be. And I've been very keen on this specifically recently with myself and try and always coming back to this point with my clients, with myself of that. There is no such thing as should, there is no such thing as would could there only is what is there is only this moment right the future does not exist the past does not exist there is only this right now so what could be what should be what what is supposed to like any of these things it's like nothing matters because there is only this there is me having this conversation there's this person you're listening to this right now and any thought any energy that goes to anything besides that mm -hmm. is inherently wasted because it's going to somewhere that, that, that doesn't exist. Right. Our, our, and, and I, I talk about this a lot with my clients, you know, we, we I do one-on-one -on -one coaching for personal development, health and happiness. And when, when I talk to them, the thing I like to point out is just that we can always figure out what we could have done better, right? You can do everything perfectly 
which one perfection doesn't exist. We know that, right? But theoretically, let's say you do everything perfectly. And if you go back with hindsight and a fine tooth comb, as they say, hindsight is 2020, you can go, oh, well, but I could have improved there. Oh yeah, but I could have done, I could have worked a little bit harder. Oh, I could have done an extra five minutes. Oh, I could have done this. And it's like, we have this view because of our, it, we see 100% of ourselves, right? So if I'm looking over someone else, I would say, well, like you did pretty well today. But I would go or say, let's say someone's looking over me. Someone's going to look at my day and say, hey, Paul, what did you do today? Oh, well, I had three coaching calls. I recorded two podcasts and I, I worked out today. And they go, whoa, you were super productive today. And I go, yeah, but I had 45 minutes in between there where I could have been reading. And I had this because I know the full story. So it's very mm -hmm. easy for me to look over it and be super like, aggressive with my like with, with my decision. And that's how we all look at ourselves, right? And no one else would ever look at us like that. So we all have this super like high level view. And we have to kind of take a step back and realize that, like, as you said, there's, there is no it's a should or supposed to, and you, you wouldn't tell someone else that when you would tell yourself that you would, so I would say to someone else, well, you had a great day, but to myself, I would be like, oh yeah, I should have, should have made the most out of those 15 minutes on the train and not been listening to music. I should have been writing or something like that. And the, the should, uh, the shoulds many times are not uh, even our uh, opinions are other people's or some external expectations so they're not even ours so to to beat ourselves up by someone else's shoulds <laughs> is <laughs> if you think about it is is crazy it, it doesn't make sense yet we do it many people do it uh, very often yeah yeah, we do it and it's inherent in us. As you said, it's, they're not, it's not ours and it's not like one person. It's normally, it's probably society or it's our parents or something like that. And this stuff is ingrained in us deeply. So all of this stuff is easier said than done. And I like, you know, I, I always try to catch myself in the act. I catch myself saying should a lot. And I try to, as you said, put my hand up and say, wait, hold on, let me rephrase that. And Try, I try coming back to that. So, you know, for anyone listening, this is not to say that like, oh, if you're thinking of a certain way, if you're saying these words that it's anything bad, this stuff is deeply, deeply ingrained in us as, as humans, but it is something worth noticing of thinking like, oh, well, I should, I, or it's supposed to, when you catch yourself thinking like that, as, as Augie just said, is that real? Is that, or is that a story that you're telling yourself? Where, where did that thought come from? I, I ask this question a lot. It's like, is that your thought or is that a thought that the news told you or that mm -hmm. social media told you or that your parents told you or something like that, you know, and now we're getting deep into some weird existential stuff of where do our thoughts come from? But <laughs> it's, it's important to, to realize because quite often you'll go like, no, like, oh, get, if, say, we, I always like to bring this back to physical fitness because I feel like this is something that people really understand. Like someone, mm -hmm. I'm not happy with my body. Oh, I look fat or ugly or whatever the thing is like, who said so is that, that I'm pretty sure you, if, if, if you had never seen a magazine, if you had never seen social media would never think that, but because of, we have these societal standards of what beauty is and what, what things are now it's like, I'm supposed to look like X, Y, or Z. So when I catch myself with that, it's like, who said so, you know, where, where, where did this, where did this thing come from? And it's a, it's a hard thought to have, again, we're, we're talking deep, deep stuff here, but I think it is an important thought journey to go on. It's, yeah, it's very important uh, because that will allow you to change your thought uh, by questioning where it came from or is it, is it truth. And 
uh, with the, the, the body also, I will add to what you were saying that if for any reason, ob- the way that we look objectively at our body, <laughs> objectively, as objective one can be for uh, ourselves, uh, th- and let's say that we're not happy with not the appearance or the, 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 the physical element, the wellness or the health of it. I believe it's also important to realize that we didn't we arrived here so we can take actions to to change that uh, if that is our decision i'm, done, I'm not talking about the, the the appearance again that is uh, <laughs> how we should be and should look and uh, that's really something that uh, i found personally in my journey that uh, the more I educated myself or grow grew, the more I started getting freer, more liberated from that constant concern of what should and what someone would expect of me and uh, these things. Uh, it's a journey. I'm not. I can't say that I'm there yet, but it's certainly much less than it was like you know five, ten years ago, which everything I would do or everything I would do outwards would uh, reflect my uh, desire, as I would say, to be accepted or not to be criticized or not to be judged. So I will filter and change or even completely shut up and not say anything to avoid that. And that was not my own, as you were saying earlier, it was not thoughts that I was... um, deliberately producing at that time. There were thoughts coming from the subconscious, from something my mom told me when I was a kid or a teenager, or they told me repeatedly. And it became a, like a, a tape. I, sometimes I use you know, this, uh, um, it shows my age. I, I used to, we used to have cassette tapes when I was growing up. So that the tape that plays in your head that uh, and dictates what you will do or, or not would, or not do. So realizing that and uh, is the first step to change in that, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So much that you just said, I really appreciate. You just said one thing, though, that you said, you said, well, like we, and when you said this, it actually just made me kind of smile and like feel lighter. And I really appreciate this. And it's so simple. And yet simple things are often the, the most powerful things. And you just said, like, we arrived here. So we can change it. Right. Like, I, like, and just that simple under that, that thought is just like, Oh yeah. It's like, I, I got to this point by my actions, which means that my actions can take me away from this point. If I don't like it, it's, it's never that the game isn't over. The thing is, it's like, like people feel like, Oh, like we're never stuck because that's, this is all life is, you know, like it's, it's the continuous action and you, you've already, it's like something that you did got you here, which is fine. You have to do something to get out of here but you did something to get here. So you, you're doing something all the time. So I, I don't know. It was just something about the way that you, the way that you phrased it, um, that really just literally just made me be like, yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and little thoughts like that, I think are the little nuggets that I always want to d- dig out of conversations like this, because something like that is enough to help someone to start moving in that direction. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, this that's what we we 
we it would be helpful to realize that if something is happening in our life right now, whether it is good or bad, or whether it is you and me having this conversation, it has come as an outcome of actions that we took in the past. And those actions were based on some decisions or other actions further uh, further in the past. So it's <laughs> it's a concept that, you know, you can think about it, but it's only, for me, it worked when I realized that uh, I was having a, and that was a couple of months ago, if I, I will share an example that I had personally on this experience. It was quite a, a big win, I felt. I had the, the privilege, I would say, to speak with Brian Tracy on, on my podcast. And then I was reflecting on it and I thought, wow, this happened because of actions I took, because of conversations I had, because I showed up in X uh, interview and someone there noticed something I said. And that was, I realized it, that whatever we do now, it, it takes maybe some time depending on what it is, but it would lead to some outcome and some results. So, Again, what you said, if we don't like where it is right now, what actions led us here and how we can change the actions to change that? It might not change in 10 minutes or one hour, depending on what it is, but you will steer your course away from where you are and gradually you will go towards what it is that uh, that you want. Um, it's, I think it's important to note that it's... It's a process. I think I've used that word a few times right. already. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's exactly what it is. And that's that's super cool. One uh, for anyone listening, Brian Tracy is like the the godfather of, of all of this yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. he is the the the, the ultimate uh, OG, which is that's that's a super cool thing and super validating, I'm sure. And you know, you, you, as you were talking right now, it just made me really think because you're like it's something that that's good or bad. And like to me, again, I go back to there is no good or bad, right? There is no right or wrong. Again, there is only what is. And we put our own feelings onto these things, but there only is, again, the fact that I'm here right now, that I am listening, that I am in the situation that I'm in, right? So if I don't like where I am, I can, as you said, I can understand that I took actions to get here and I can understand that there are actions that I can take to get away from there. But in the same way, I can decide to like or not like where I am. Right, I can decide the the good or people will say to, like this is inherently good or inherently bad. Very, I mean, very few things I would say are inherently bad. We're talking we're talking sociopath or psychotic levels of of sort of evil. Like, sure, I can we can we can talk about that. But even things like you know, I, I, the example I love to use is again, you can get into a car accident, and a car accident could be it could ruin your day. It could be it could be the worst thing to happen to you, or it can be a blessing because you weren't more injured. Right? It can be, and we choose what we want to the, in that moment, and this is not a conscious decision. This is a, more often a subconscious decision, but in that moment we get to choose, is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? Is this going to ruin my day? Or am I going to go to go throughout the rest of my day lighter and feel better because it's like, wow, my life was saved today. Like I, I had a brush with, with death. And now I'm like, now I, I'm going to look at every moment as a blessing. It's the same moment. It's the same, it's the same car crash, you know, like that the, the event was the same. It's the filter through which I choose to look at it, but that filter is built 
by the progress, by the process, as you've been saying, like the, it's, mm-hmm. it, it comes through my filter of being able to see something like that comes from the years of work that I've done in this space in my own personal growth and, and positivity and doing daily gratitude and, and all that type of stuff. And that's what I think that the, the importance of this stuff is it's, it's not that a, the process changes anything in one foul swoop like that. It's not that, okay, every day I do gratitude. And one day I'm going to say a gratitude and everything's going to be different. Or when I'm meditating, I'm going to, I'm going to reach enlightenment or something like that. It's the fact that I always say you're, you're giving your brain, you're giving yourself, you're giving your mind a fighting chance to be the second person, right? If you're if someone who never focuses on their personal development, on their growth, on reading, on being better, on trying to be better, is going to be the first person. They're going to be the person who curses and screams and, and kicks and says, you asshole, how could you, how dare you? I was a, whatever you were texting, blah, 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 like a million other things. They're only because that's natural. That's our natural human inclination. We have a negativity bias. We are going to go to the worst case scenario as a safety mechanism, right? We're going to go where our brain is always going to go there. So it's only through the constant repetition and training that do we at least, and again, it's still hard, right? Like you just said, you just had this breakthrough a few months ago, right? You've been doing this for how many years, right? Stuff like this is still hard for me every day. I catch myself all the time doing this stuff where it's like, but only because I practice this on a daily basis, do I have at least, at least the tiniest little sliver of a chance to be like, Hey, maybe the world isn't burning. Maybe, you know, maybe things aren't as bad as, as I feel they are, as that gut. Cause that's it. It's a very guttural, uh, like feeling when you feel, oh my God, like, uh, you know, and that we, we start to, then it's like, oh, hold on. If I, if I can let my logical brain catch up and be like, no, I don't think that, I don't think the world is over yet. I don't think, I, I think that I can, I can, I can change this a little bit. So, you know, w- one of the things that you mentioned all the way back at the beginning, as I'm, I'm taking notes here is when you were talking about your definition of, of uh, growth and personal development, you mentioned that you, you wanted to grow, but also to subtract certain things, mm-hmm. right? And, and the, the concept of addition by subtraction is always very interesting to me. So could you um, elaborate on that a little bit and just expand on what you mean? I will do my best. <laughs> I will do my best. It is uh, not something very uh, simple to, to explain. And you know, sometimes, uh, I, and I'm now thinking aloud, uh, something that Einstein said that if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. So that's why I said I started with, I will try. Um, we, as personality, as human beings, or as what our mind uh, is and contains, if you want, have gathered stuff, beliefs, uh, preferences, ideas, this, that, over the, the years. That's not necessarily either ours or the truth. And we know that, uh, I think one way to determine how close we are to who we truly are is by using our feelings as as a mechanism of, uh, you know, realizing or gauging where we are. Uh, And I think if, if we are feeling the positive feelings, I will phrase it like that, chances are that the path that we're on is more in line with who we truly are. I believe, Paul, that each of us has 
uh, a true or a higher self or something that is deeper than you know just the appearances and just the the, the physical element and that is uh, what when I say subtra subtracting or removing I mean removing things elements of our personality of our beliefs of our ideas of our preferences that are neither ours they do not or they don't uh, serve us or they don't serve us anymore it's like cleaning up in a way things that have gathered inside our uh, mind inside our subconscious or inside our, our body also because it's all connected it's not something uh, completely separate so realizing that bringing them to light in a way or to the spotlight or becoming conscious of them if you want and when we realize that oh this thing is <laughs> why on earth do i think like that comes back to what uh, we were saying earlier then it's removing it subtracting it and of course that's a <laughs> it's a big topic on its own on how on earth can you subtract things that are ingrained in you and there are so many uh, things and that's where the the personal development processes and uh, tactics and techniques and all these things come into play and what you were saying earlier and i will slightly digress about coming back to the present moment because that's all there is i think one when one really grasps that concept that you say because it sounds simple but you know and i know that it's really not easy to bring yourself to the present moment every time that externally something is happening and this i think most of the times there is something happening there so if you manage to be able to do that more and more often you are you are at an exceptional i think place in to live your your life and uh, personal development helps with that as exactly as you said it i couldn't agree more that the years of training gives you a better chance to deal with uh, these things so i try to answer your question uh, as <laughs> as best as i could yeah <laughs> it's a sure. big topic 100 percent, and i think you, you you did a great job because in reality i know when i ask these questions there are no answers to these questions uh, you know if, <laughs> if if i had the answer to these questions uh, i would be you know flying to space with jeff bezos because i'd be a very rich person because i'd have <laughs> solved everything and you know this, this these are the these are the deep questions in, in life and you know, people ask me a lot of like, okay, because my podcast is the healthy, happy human podcast. And because I'm a health and happiness coach, like, what's the secret to happiness? And it's like, I can, you know, tell you things that I think will help. But if I had the one key, you know, this the world would be a very different place. And I, I and that I think that that's, that's the hard thing is because people want solid answers for things that there are no solid answers for, right? People want it to be A or B, this or that. This is we, we this is why we err towards extremes, right? It's like, just tell me what to do. Tell me to cut out all the carbs and I, I'll never eat a carb again. Tell me to work out eight times a week and I'll work out and I'll never do. Tell me to read this, what, what book exactly has all the answers in it and I'll read it. It's like, there's infinite books and somehow no answers. So, you know, it's, it's a tough, and that's a tough thing for people to wrap their mind around because now it's like, well, what's the point of, of everything if, if there is no actual 
answer. So I guess, you know, that kind of leads me into, into another question, which is how do I balance those things? How do I, you know, again, how do I, if me being just a regular person who lives in the real world where I have infinite responsibilities and I have kids and I have a job and I have bills and I have taxes. And it's like, I'm supposed to quote unquote, supposed to find this, find time for personal development or find, or, or go on this journey of self growth. But it's like, you're telling me there is no actual winning. There's no answer. So how do I, how do I justify that? The answer is different, I think, to each person. And that's why there is not one universal answer. Yeah, if, if there were, it would be very simple. Everyone would do that one thing. They say, what's the biggest secret to success? But if, if there was one thing, everyone would do it. If Maybe it is, if there is one thing, it's what you said earlier, bring you back to yourself to the present moment all the time, but all the time. Maybe that, <laughs> that would be one. But, you know, to answer your question, there some things like time, for example, that, you know, that is, we need to realize time is always an excuse, it's never a reason. No one has more time than others. Do you have 25 hours or does Jeff Bezos, who you mentioned, have more hours? We all have the same hours. What It is what we do with those hours. And yes, you mentioned someone that has kids and been a busy lifestyle and rushes around. Yes, sure, absolutely. How much time you have outside of those things and what it is that you do at that time. So maybe you could sleep half an hour less. I'm saying uh, some ideas. Maybe you can watch less TV. Or uh, actually, I would remove maybe on that. If you're watching TV, you probably watch too much already. <laughs> so uh, time is more an excuse than than the reason. And uh, the answer is not that, yes, there is not any answer, definitive answer that will take you there, but it will overall improve your life and i don't mean your life on the outside which probably that will improve as a consequence i mean your life and the way you experience it the way that you feel about yourself because that's one of the biggest benefits i believe of personal development that you feel better about yourself and when you feel better about yourself everything on your external life feels better as well so and again it is a journey it is a process so we better get used to that i think that's how our our life is uh, there is not one point apart from the point that we end <laughs> that it ends but there is not other definitive point that past that we say okay we've reached success we've reached happiness we've reached it's it's always ongoing always that's how i see it paul <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that. That's so well said. And I love that. I mean, one, yes, right. I talk about this a lot as well. The infinite game, right? We don't get to that. This stuff doesn't get to end. You don't get to, oh, okay, I I win. All right, good job. Like now I've kept check, you know, lock it in. Like I hit save. And now like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm there. Like that's, that's not how life works. But specifically what you said about, you know, your, what happens internally will inherently be reflected externally. Right. So like we get so caught up on the external uh, result, the, the, the money, the body, the relationship, the whatever. 
but it's like, if I just focus on the internal, I can assume that if I continue to do that, I will get the external result a, but also B, I will just feel better, right. Working on yourself. You know, this is, this is why when people talk about things like, uh, you know, people, people talk about like, like, uh, socialism and socialized medicine and this and that, like, well, if, if people don't have to work, like they're just going to become lazy. And I like, I don't agree with that because it's like inherently as humans, we want to achieve. We want to be better. Like it, it feels better. There's a reason that people who look a certain way, like they work out in a gym are, are lauded by society. And like, it's, it's yes, the physical part of it, but it's because of the connection to, we know that that person worked hard for something, right? If you see someone with a six pack abs and big arms or someone who's very rich or someone who's like, just in the same way, if you see someone who's, who's very rich. You're like, Whoa, that's so cool. They have a, they have a, a million dollar car. And then someone goes, Oh, you know that uh, their dad is a billionaire and they just gave that to them as a birthday present. Inherently, it automatically loses value to you. You go, Oh, okay. That's not, that's not as cool because they didn't work for it. So we want mm -hmm. to, when we see someone who has worked for something, it means something to us. And in the same way, when we know that we've worked for something, it means something to us. When, when we know that we tried hard at something, it feels good. You sleep better at night. And if you can continue to do that, as you said, those are the actions that will lead you to that point. Those are those small daily actions lead you to be the person with the body, the person with the business, the person with the relationship, the person with the thing. So it's just getting to being able to do that each day. And that daily in and day out, but the, but it's just realizing that that is the win. The win is not the external thing. The win is you doing it for yourself and getting that, that feeling of like, I did what's best for me, I think is, is really, if we can feel that it, it would change a lot of people's lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, how we feel about ourselves is the most important and the, the reason really why we do things as well. I mean, you mentioned the having a lot of money. No one wants a lot of money for the sake of having, you know, pieces of paper or numbers in their bank account. They want it because of what, how they will feel doing the things that the money will allow them. So it's again, it's a, something internal. It's a, a feeling. It's not the the external thing. Uh, it's important to to understand, and uh, I think the more one feels it and acknowledges it that oh now I'm feeling good because of that, or now I'm not feeling good because of that, it is is this part of and um, helps this process, this evolutionary process of ourselves as as human beings, uh, if you want. Yeah, for sure. I love that last bit of just, we, we, we can know when I feel good about something and also when I don't feel good about something and that in and of itself can be the guiding compass of like what kind of what decisions I want to make and what type of person that I want to be and what type of decisions, what, what direction I want to take my life in. So I think, I think that's really cool. And the last question that I want to ask you before I let you go, um, because I could talk to you forever. Cause I love talking about this stuff. I love nerding out on this Me stuff <laughs> um, is uh, the question I ask every one of my guests, which is just, if you could leave the listeners right now with one action step that they can take immediately, as soon as they take their headphones out to start living a healthier, happier life, what would that action step be? Um, 
I would say, because obviously that could be different for every person, but I would try to encompass every single person. And I will say, do you know that one thing that you deep down know that you want to be doing? And you've been saying to yourself or to your wife or to your friends that, ah, this is something I want to do. So I'm sure that you know very well what I, what I mean. There is at least one of those things. So whichever that thing is, now that you've take, we will take off your headphones, write it down. And depending on what it is, take one small action towards it. So whatever it is. So it depends on what it is really. And that's why I can't go into any detail, but write it down first of all, so that you have a reminder of, of it. And then if it is, for example, to become healthier, uh, as an example, then maybe one thing you could do would be to go into internet on, on Google and figure out what health classes that are around you in the area. It, it doesn't matter what action, as long as it is a small action that will move you there. And from there on, uh, the power of momentum takes over. I've seen that many times and uh, you take a small step and then you feel good because you've done it. And then it kind of creates a a snowball or a ripple effect and it, it gets uh, better and easier and at some point you look back at that original decision and say wow how things have changed since i've done that but it all starts with realizing what it is that we've and and i have specifically said the thing that we've been putting off because that's the important thing <laughs> most of the times so i'm generalizing but i feel that this is uh, this is the advice that I would give. Find, realize what it is that you really want to do. You've been putting off, write, in the, write it down. And uh, today or tomorrow at the very latest, take one small step towards it. I love that. One small step and that will build that momentum. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that's, that's great advice. Uh, Agi, thank you so much. This was a, a lot of fun for me. I really appreciate it. I think that people are going to get a ton of value out of this. And, you know, for anyone who wants to connect with you or learn more about what you're doing, where can people find you? And if there's anything that you're excited about uh, in your world, I'd love for you to tell people about it. Thank you for, uh, for the questions. The best, uh, you can find me on social media. The best uh, way where is my website, agikeramidas.com. I'm sure Paul will put it in the, the show notes. Something that I'm excited about is a new business uh, venture I have launched recently, which is helping coaches create and launch their own podcast without you know the technical difficulties and uh, everything that goes with uh, the other aspects of it so it's something i'm very passionate about uh, so feel free to reach out uh, and of course there is the podcast personal development mastery but if you go on my website all the links uh, are there awesome yes and i will have all of those links in the show notes thank you so much thank you for being here and thank you for this awesome conversation thank you paul it's been a real pleasure all right, that's it for today. I hope you got a ton of value out of this episode and enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed making it. If you did and you want to show support, you can screenshot this and upload it to Instagram and tag me at Paul Levitin. You can share this episode with a friend or family member to spread the love and spread the knowledge. Or you can leave the show an honest rating and review on Apple, iTunes, or now Spotify as well. 
If you've made it this far, I sincerely thank you for being here and being along on this journey with me. Until next week, stay happy, stay healthy, my friend.